The Chattanooga Drive-In Show is presented by Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard, the highest quality tires for all makes and models of vehicles, and the best service in town. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, Monday morning. There is a new world champion football team, an American-style football. We don't know who. We'll talk a little bit about some generic stuff about the big game. <laughs> Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl, Super Bowl. What are they going to do? <laughs> what are they going to do? Thank uh, you to Quality Tire for... There goes all the money. Quality Tire Pros on Cherokee Boulevard for being the pros that they are and being our presenting sponsors. Thanks to everybody who sponsors we and love listens. Them. Um, got a really nice... Uh, Email. Text email from a <laughs> listener in Memphis. Yes. Memphis. And he said, from the Dirty Dova. Yeah. Do you, Greetings do you guys from know the what that is? Two words, Dirty and D-O-V-A. Never what, heard of it. What, what would that be? Not, not Delta, not no idea. Moldovia. So another name for Cordova, Tennessee, a suburb Aha. of Cordova. I never would have gotten that. Fine Cordovian leather. <laughs> um, Thank you, Urban Dictionary. 301-9229. 301-9229 is the number if you ever want to just give us a ring or send a text. Brian can field it and possibly play the comments back. We'll or, see. Or Chattanooga Drive-In Show at gmail.com. But, uh, and I just, will read those her, online on the, the air. Gentleman in Memphis just was doing a search on Chattanooga because yeah. he and his wife both went to school and they're looking for a new gig and were thinking about the town. Stumbled up on us and it was the episode uh, with, with Bruce Dodd. Yeah. Oh, okay. The interview there and they said it was very helpful to them because they're going to be looking for a home. Perfect. So how about that? We, yeah. every, even a blind hog stumbles up on an acorn every once in very a while. Very sweet. Uh, so Jeff Stiles, the communicator here for 30-plus years in Chattanooga, Tennessee, the voice of your morning drive-in, whether you like it or not. And uh, Russ Stroud, of course, the love muscle and Pimp Jen. Oh, did I tell you? I won't bring any attention to, to your no, alteration don't, today. Don't, I won't. Don't. I won't. I, I mean, just, why? Because I didn't <laughs> notice it, and Russell did immediately. So either well, he's a better friend or he's just really geeky. He's observant. Well, and Brian, observant. of course, Brian Stone with well, us. I like to think I'm observant, and I know what the hell you're talking about. All right, well, there you go. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Some friend you are. <laughs> Dodio. I didn't say I was a good friend. I said I was observant. <laughs> me, and, me and Brian just strolling on down the street. Dodio. Do, I not walked in today, attention. and Jeff said, you look nice today. I said, it's the white shirt. I don't have black on today. Because I, I wear black every day. I never noticed that she wore black every day. I didn't well, realize you don't that she wear was... black every single day. She I kind of do. I, I kind of do. I thought the same thing. I think I, I can prove you wrong. Gray. I'm not going to because I don't gray, care. I think gray, a, a, a little a twill, yeah. a gray twill dark, every once dark in a while. Colors. You know, don't well, you think? Um, I have good news. Okay, good. Um, I don't remember if I said it or not on the air, but uh, I've been working in radio. For nine years this Today? Year. I saw that As of, a couple of uh, days ago. A couple of days ago, yeah. Really? Nine years. What made you think about it all of a sudden? Uh, because you were talking about- Came up in his virtual the, memories? The, 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 the <laughs> no, because you said the communicator for 30 years. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Well, nine years? Nine years. Well, see, you're only you know 21 behind me. <laughs> You'll catch up sooner or later. That's the way it works. All right. Um, let's do catch up real quick. The upfront wrap-up coming up. The first uh, sponsored segment of the show, sponsored by People's Home Equity, speaking of Bruce- and Trevor Glass, 591-9801, chatmortgage.com. I'll go ahead and get that away so we can get this out of the way. Got to talk a little bit about where the Olympics are right now. Mm. Americans finally had a golden day. Uh, we've got gold medals. We've got four of them. We've got five silvers, one bronze. 
Poor Sean White, though. Sean White does not possess one of them, not even yeah. the bronze. He was he, so his, close, his though. His last yeah. run, he could have made the podium and did something he never does. He just he just wiped out for no reason right before the finish line. Yeah. He had done his entire program and just plain caught a lip, uh, caught the edge mm-hmm. uh, with snowboarding. That's that's when you wreck, uh, when you catch the edge, and you're you're basically that's what people think that you're 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 skiing on the flat part. Mm-hmm. You're never on the flat part except for when you're transferring from one side to the other. Yeah. You don't really want to be on the flat part because that leaves you open to doing exactly that catching an edge and just going boop, and it hurts i mean i could google bad. this real quick but is uh, is this his third is olympics this his fifth olympics fifth olympics okay fifth well olympics. i mean geez and yeah he's gotta be in his 30s he's, he's med- 35, 30s. Years 35 years old uh-huh. he's medaled every single he's, time then the, he's he's ancient he has, in olympics he, he is the goat medals. he he is yeah. he's, he's and he's also time. ancient in age yeah. when Un- it comes to olympic games unquestionable yeah, tom brady like that doesn't mean he he's still competitive though i mean he wants to go out on top he wanted to go out with one more came in fourth why not i remember when he showed up i mean he was this new guy snowboarding was an Olympic sport That's yet. That's right. right. And he was the flying tomato because yes. his hair was long yep. and flaming red and he didn't like being called the flying tomato. And I remember the shock that America had when this young new sports hero, they found out he smoked dope. And I went, oh my teenager. God, a snowboarder? A skateboarder and snowboarder <laughs> smoking dope? You have got to be kidding me. This is news. This is real newsworthy stuff. Let's rush to the to the front page well, with the it. Same thing happened with Michael Phelps. They're like, yeah. Did you hear that he was in college? A guy who swims for a living, you know, gets high. Oh my God, I can't believe it. Now uh, it was emotional. I, you know, I actually stayed up to watch it. It's the Kim and Chin show. Um, I, I tell you. Chloe, Chloe, Chloe. She is she is definitely the darling. She is She's the new badass. Simone Biles is no longer the heart the sweetheart of America. Uh Chloe Kim is. I think there's there's little doubt about it. She takes her second I don't goal. watch any of this stuff and I I know enough. She actually she's hates there. it. Yeah. She hates being that. She hates being in the spotlight. Well, does does quit. not enjoy the celebrity of it. Um the 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 of course the top Russian skater, the 15-year-old phenom who is as far as far as I can tell, she's perfect. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's phys- gorgeous. Physically, she is perfect. She scores literally perfect scores. She does things no woman skater has ever done before. She looks absolutely stunning. At well, and 15. the Russians have her doped up. I was gonna say, and now of course, why is there even a controversy about this? Because the Americans will take the team gold if she gets disqualified. Why? Why is this even still being talked about? She should be disqualified. I'm sorry. The right. IOC, you set the damn rules, and just because it's the Russians, every single time, I said, if you see Russians' lips moving, they're lying all the time. Every Russian. I don't know. I, I can't be racist because they're all white. All right? <laughs> so you, I don't know what you would call it, nationalist. But, I mean, Russians just lie. Do and why is the IOC knew? still letting this go? She doesn't know it doesn't what the matter they're whether shooting she her up. It yeah, doesn't it, matter. It really doesn't. And the fact that it was at Christmas, and then she had a couple of negative tests, it still falls within the parameters of cheating. Mm-hmm. You cheat, you don't get to win. Cheaters never prosper. And I've not seen her smile yet. That's the one flaw. Yeah. Even when she was winning, she never smiled. She looks like there's a look of perpetual concern on her well, face. And at 15? She probably lives her life in fear. In fear, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm sure she I, does. I heard that she got a note, you know, saying, You're Russian. Hold your head high. Well, uh, well she can hold her head high, but put a smile on that face. It might help a little bit. Um, I thought this was interesting, but back to the Super Bowl for a second. Yeah. First of all, you know, everybody's going to be talking about the commercials. 
And you will have noticed, I'm sure, the addition of the gambling commercials, which you're used to seeing. Mm -hmm. But get used to seeing a lot more cryptocurrency commercials Mm -hmm. as well. And they're paying big bucks. I mean, they're still expecting 100 million people to be watching the game. So it may not be setting records, but it's still going to be the biggest, you know, event on TV. Who actually paid for tickets to the game? And now they've changed the average ticket price. I had it yesterday, and it is now at $8,869. Average ticket price for anybody who's wanting to go who still could find a ticket out there. 27% of the tickets bought came from people from California, obviously in L.A. That makes perfect sense. Mm -hmm. All right, so then you got Cincinnati and Ohio. Ohio bought 11%. We'll give them the other 4% from Kentucky. And then the next highest state is Florida. Why? Why would Florida be Re- next? Retirees going uh, out Retirees, for yeah, exactly. Probably bucket, from bucket Cincinnati. List. Probably from Cincinnati, Ohio. Mm. Halfbacks. Snowbirds. You know, snowbirds. Uh, I just thought that was uh, semi-interesting. Yeah. The I, I went on a total Mary J. Blige binge this morning, uh, <laughs> looking forward to the upcoming halftime show, which you guys have already like seen her. now. I've always liked her. Yeah. I think she's a class act. And I think she's played out her life pretty well on vinyl and in front of the uh, the cameras. And she is also still stunning at her age. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, she brings the R&B feel to yeah. the halftime show where it's going to be mostly hip-hop. But did you see where Snoop Dogg, you know, yeah, I can say this without any question, Snoop Dogg stole the show, all right? <laughs> I can, I'm saying this well before, and, I, and I'll, a put hell money, of a prediction there, I'll put money on it. Snoop Dogg steals the show when he walks on stage. It's all over. Yeah, He bought Death Row yesterday. Death Row Records? Yeah. Wow. Sure did. Good for him. The the, the record label that launched it. Is it a viable Row. record label anymore? It sure oh, is. Yeah. It, oh, it yeah. still is. Suge Knight, and uh, we mentioned this the other day, Dr. Dre, DOC, Dick Griffey formed it when the NWA broke up, mm-hmm. and then there was the aftermath after that. And Ice Cube formed Lynch Mob, the yeah. other rival yeah. to Death Row. On the West Coast. There yeah. were plenty of rivals on the East Coast. But yeah, I mean, Snoop finally got to a position where he could actually buy the entire thing. It's MNRK Music Group, and he is now the proud owner at 50. Now, he's wearing his dog years, the Snoop is, the mm. do- doggy dog is. He's Shows wearing his to... dog years. He he looks older than 50. Perhaps weed is not a preservative like they said it yeah, was. Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it is in his particular case, to be totally honest with you. And one more little bitty, just lighthearted thing that's not Super Bowl-oriented, but since we're talking about music... Uh, remember Eve? The first woman? The, no, the hip-hop star. <laughs> oh. The none one that none of us remember rib, Eve. Right? Yeah, the, the, yeah she, she, Eve, was, Eve was the big deal for a couple of years, all right? She had her first baby yesterday. Anybody want to take a wild guess? We were just having fun with names. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> um, is it Malachi spelled wrong? Wild Wolf Fife Alexander Summers Cooper. Wild with an E, wolf without... Fife spelled F-I-F-E, Alexander Summers O with an O, Cooper. Wild Wolf, Fife. Good heavens. So you name your kid Wild Wolf and then put a piccolo at the end of it. (laughs) It just doesn't make any sense. I need to talk to him about the naming business. Okay, Senate, uh, we'll we'll go ahead and get into this stuff in a little bit. It's Russell's turn, and I'm trying to step on him. I don't mean to do that. Go ahead and backhand me, Russell, if you want to. Russell Stroud. 
Got news. All right, there's a lot going on, actually. Uh, over in Bradley County, a man faces 27 counts of child neglect following a fire at the Little Lambs Daycare that occurred on wa uh, Water Level Highway. Sheriff's Office says that everyone inside the daycare was evacuated safely following the fire. Investigators discovered empty beer cans in the office of one of the employees, identified as James Carpenter Jr. Carpenter allegedly admitted to drinking on the job, and his bond was set at $135,000. The Catoosa County Grand Jury declined to indict a man who reportedly killed someone in a road rage incident because they couldn't find any evidence that it was not self-defense. Now, it doesn't sound as perhaps cut and dry as it is. Uh, prosecutors say that Jack Pettigo and David Vaughn got into a heated argument on the road. Pettigo then allegedly followed Vaughn home where the argument continued. Pettigo came and went several times before he was shot to death outside Vaughn's home. Vaughn claimed self-defense and the grand jury appears to agree. This is one of the more gruesome ones we've had in the entirety of our run here. Hamilton County Medical Examiner Dr. James Metcalf testified in a very gruesome case which resulted in the death of a child. Dr. Metcalf testified the injuries a small child sustained while in the care of a babysitter were not consistent with a fall like the babysitter originally claimed. The child suffered from a blood clot, bleeding on the brain, and a damaged optic nerve, injuries consistent with violent shaking. The parents of the child say there were no signs of any injury before the child was dropped off at the home of Brandy Giannunzio. The child spent three days in the hospital where she later perished. A second child was also injured, though not as severely. Now Brandy Giannunzio faces multiple charges. And finally, the third man who escaped from Sullivan County Jail was captured by the U.S. Marshal Service in Wilmington, North Carolina. 50-year-old Johnny Brown, found inside the white truck, believed to have been stolen by the escapees. He'll be sent back to Sullivan County to face charges. The two other inmates died in a police chase earlier this week. The circumstances of their deaths have not been released. And now from Wilmington, North Carolina, it's Dave Hooker. Who is second the day after the Super Bowl? Dave Hooker, Off the Hook Sports. We all saw the Super Bowl. We saw the fantastic halftime show. We saw all that happened and those commercials that they paid five gajillion dollars for. So there's no real argument that the NFL is the preeminent sport in the nation. There's no question. But what is second, you might say, because just based off finances, gross revenue, that maybe it's the NBA or Major League Baseball. But one to watch out for is the SEC. And it might not even be the SEC in five years. It might include so many other teams that the name changes. Don't rule that out of having an elite group of 25 to 30 or so teams that compete for a national championship because there is a huge disparity between the haves and the will-never-haves. The SEC, for instance, their revenue rose to $778 million during the 2021 fiscal season. That's an increase of $120 million during a COVID year. So who's second? Maybe it's the NBA. Maybe it's Major League Baseball. But if I had to buy stock in somebody right now that is on the way up, it's hard to root against the SEC, even if it's called one day the preeminent the incredible college football conference whatever it may be called those that are in power the sec will determine whether or not there's an upper division of college football and i believe that happens within five years so if you're buying stock the sec is on the rise and i see no sign of that stopping anytime soon dave hooker off the hook sports 
Okay, I want to do this right now uh, before we go any further and uh, give a big shout out to American Exotic Guitars, Jason Armstrong, owner, who's been our guest in here before. The true definition of a local artist, musician, and craftsman. American Exotic Guitars, providing the highest in quality handcrafted, handmade instruments. I mean, they are detailed down to the nth degree to fit you, your body, your arm length, your finger width, the whole kit and caboodle. It will be nobody's guitar but you. If somebody else tries to pick it up and play it, it'll be like Thor's hammer. They won't be able to lift it because they're not worthy. AmericanExoticGuitars.com. Get in touch with Jason directly with him. And I feel like I gave him a little bit of a short shrift uh, once or twice earlier this week when we had guests. Um, and we don't have any guests today, so it's just us. Thank you very much to all of our sponsors. And let's drop back just for a second, touch on something that he mentioned and you mentioned, actually. Um the road rage incident. Sure. Obviously, things like that get my attention a lot because mm-hmm. of my involvement in one, you know, a couple of years ago. And I was the victim of the violence, but still ended up getting charged. And that's the way things happen in this world. Everybody, you know, get, you get in a fight, everybody goes to the vice principal's office. Then he figures out what goes on and he sends everybody back home or keeps the guilty party. And that's what happened. It just took some time. And in the meantime, bad things happened to my life and career because people jump in the gun because it was a violent incident. So I paid attention to this one because this guy that was killed did not deserve to be killed. There's no doubt about it. He didn't deserve to be killed because he was angry over a road rage incident. Right. But he went back to the other dude's house. That's where things get escalated. More than a couple of times. So I, I heard his sister saying, we do not agree or in any way, you know, give the thumbs up to be his, his behavior and try to, to quantify it, qualify it, or justify it. Mm-hmm. But he shouldn't have been killed, and we all agree with that. But really, who knows how intense it ramped up to be. I don't know. This is one thing I don't know about this case. Did the guy ever call the police before the shot was fired? I, Did that he I give them know. a chance to step in and do their job? Because, I mean, clearly he was expecting him that next time. He must have been, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And it also depends on, uh, say, did Pettigos say he was going to kill Vaughn? Because that's an important distinction, too. If someone is on uh, your your front lawn yelling at you that they're going to kill you, yeah, that's a whole other story there uh, and does add credence to the self-defense argument. Uh, do, you, do, you yeah. re- do you remember the movie Cape Fear? Yes. Barely. Especially the remake. Yeah. Which was even the best. And I'm going to say this, and I and this is hard for me to say because J- James Mitchum, Robert Mitchum, excuse me, was one of my absolutely favorite actors of all time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He's I think the, in The Night of the Hunter, he was superb. Yeah. And in Cape Fear, as Max Cady, the bad guy, yeah. he was incredible. Mm-hmm. But then De Niro gets that role yeah. and totally just transforms the movie he into was scary. A, a real masterpiece. Mm-hmm. And I remember when you know he knew the law, he had been sent to prison and he studied. He knew that as long as he was standing on the sidewalk or even on the barrier that was the stone wall to dude's house, the DA that he was after for, for framing him essentially, mm-hmm. uh, he could do or say anything he wanted to. Yep. And I remember everybody that I knew was going, I'd cap him right then and there. Well, if he's standing at the edge of my yard screaming, I'm going to kill you and your family, he's going down. And yes, the law would be against you, but who would pursue it? Yeah. What officer would actually file the charges? What DA would take them you know, to, to a, a, a court you know, and, mm-hmm. and, and what court would convict? 
Yeah, that's a tough question. And of course, it differs from state to state as well. Um, I've read about this quite a lot just because of my interest. But it, it depends on the jurisdiction. Sometimes DAs will sort of see where you're coming from. Uh, but of course, they have to be very serious when it comes to a case of deadly force being used. We've always, you know, heard that phrase. I'd rather be tried by twelve than carried by six. No, you wouldn't. <laughs> I was going to say you, you might rethink that once you go into hard time on death row. Right. You know, I mean, well, it's, you and, might not want the rest of your 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 years lived out. Well, and you don't have a job while you're undergoing yeah. trial. You're in jail. You can't afford bond. That's I mean, what I'm it's about. just. Um, also, you mentioned the horrific death of the young person and I, the, yes. the, the kid, and, and I'm just going to say, of course, the newest evidence shows that Bob Saget, you guys were big fans, I was not, but I mean, he's back in the news because of the way he apparently died. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. A fall backwards and hit his head. Mm -hmm. May have done it before he even did his last show. Mm -hmm. They're not even sure when it happened. It may have happened right then and there, or it may have happened and it started a slow bleed, yeah. and he completed an entire comedy show and felt great about it, went back to his room, and then had you know hemorrhaging and died. Yeah. But they said that's what got him, was I, he literally fell backwards and bounced his head off of something. I immediately thought of Natasha Richardson. Oh, who yeah. Who died, you know, yeah. she was skiing with Liam Neeson, her mm -hmm. husband at the time, and fell, hit her head, didn't really think anything of it, and the same thing happened. Sonny Bono. She had, yeah, yeah. bleeding Sonny in the Bo brain and died. Sonny Bono was an excellent backcountry powder skier, but when you're skiing backcountry powder, guess what? You're having to make very hardcore moves. Powder doesn't let you make miniature moves. You mm -hmm. have to make huge, big sweeping gestures to stay upright and keep your speed going, and that means you're leaning over as you're going through a pine thicket. Mm -hmm. Bam! You yeah. catch one right in the face. Sorry but, to be flippant and sorry to be me about no, this, no, but right. uh, uh, according to people, he was also po COVID positive. So there's another COVID death for huh. him. Uh, you know, he, he, he could have gotten lightheaded. He could have had blood pressure medication that went wrong. Who knows? Um, no, it's right. a COVID death, so there you go. There's another one. Uh, yeah. We'll just one million one. and one, two, three, four more. Drop yeah. down into the upfront uh, wrap up here. The Senate has passed a bill or is about to pass a bill that will do away with forced arbitration for women who have filed sexual harassment in the workplace charges. That's something that's been, it's almost like, you know, a rape victim being raped the second time by the system. Forced arbitration meant that somebody who brought one of these cases up to their company's HR department had to go into a room with the person they're accusing right. and have this arbitration done with these legal eagle attorneys. That's right. You know, and just that's, again, they're going to be forced to relive whatever trauma they had to, you know, live through. It was, it's seen as a huge, huge win for the Me Too movement. So mm -hmm. let's just leave yeah, it there. Yeah, it is. Um, we've talked about prices, gas prices up 40 some odd percent over last year, meat Shit. prices up 8% over last year. Altogether, consumer prices up 7.5%. That's the worst inflation we've seen in 40 years. Do y'all even, I know you don't remember Nixon, but you remember the signs that they would hold up and the shirts that they had and the, the hats and the banners that said, win, win. It was during an election year, but it wasn't about winning the election. Of course it was, but that was the acronym for whip inflation now. Oh, That's when America learned what inflation really meant. It went to Wikipedia or American, you know, Webster, Merriam-Webster Dictionary Online, wherever. Nobody even knew really what inflation was at the time, but it's it's worse now than it was then. Yeah, I think and seven it was, something percent. It was the central focus of that election. I spend more time in the kitchen these days than I ever have in my life. Thanks. It's just kind of things that I do, and so I go to the grocery store a lot more than I ever used to. 
And I at first I was like, yeah, I see a couple things that are kind of it's going up a little bit. Every single thing in the neighborhood of a dollar and a half more than it used to be. Yeah, from the, from the bubble, from sparkling water to, to I, I, no matter what it is. I, I, you know, it's the easy measurement is I would take a 20 into a convenience store, get a little gas, a Red Bull, a couple of cans of dog food to go home, put the rest in the tank. There's nothing left to put in the tank. I can put all 20 in the tank. It barely moves the needle. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that, that they had a guy on our one of our local stations today said, yeah, it cost me eighty dollars just to fill up my car, and he was just sitting there in a sedan. He goes, "If I was in my buddy's truck over there, it'd be it'd be a hundred and forty, you know." And I, I'm sure that's the case. Well, since you've lived yeah. through and spikes in inflation, how does this go backwards? Because generally speaking, in, in corporate America, in corporate America, when things go up, when we realize we can you can yeah. get a twelve pack of this for six bucks instead of yeah. five, yeah. Well, we we're going to keep selling it to six. We're not going right. to go back down to yeah. five. Yeah, it happens. How it has, does this reverse itself? It, it's not the president. You can blame him all you want to, but I mean, it's not his fault that you know we've got a chip shortage that has been three years. Yeah, Trump won a year and a half ago. We're still having yeah. inflation right now. I was going to say, I believe is probably true. But how does this go backwards? Or it does has it? To, it has to happen. The market will readjust itself. It, it, yeah, exactly. Because I mean, people will or, change their habits. Or they you, will change their buying habits. They and will change their moving. They'll start habits. going to a different store who sells it at the or just quit the driving. original price. So it's just going to be an attrition kind of thing over time. Where okay, now Food City is cheaper than here. So I'm exactly. Because like, like, I'm not paying ten bucks for bread. You charge ten bucks. I'm not paying you ten dollars about running for, for bread or yeah. just insert this eggs. I'm to not the, giving you eighteen bucks for eggs. To the magic market, somebody will cheap sell it cheaper. And it's so much, and gas is so expensive. You don't even think. Well, I don't even want to take that trip. I can do without whatever I was going to get. And yeah, you definitely see the difference. I mean, that you, the small, the, you go to the supermarket, you see a small difference. Go to a convenience store, or a specialty store, especially butchers, something like that. You're going to see a huge difference. Yeah. People's yes. habits, their buying habits, will change eventually. Well, one but thing, there's nothing. There's, there's, I don't think there's anything the government can do. There's no magic wand. Well, raise in, raise interest rates yeah. is what the the the, the armchair uh, uh, economist would say. Go to raise Aldi. interest rate. Go well, to Aldi. That's what the bank. Their prices are up to. Yeah, um, yeah, I know, but eggs are only, what, 30 cents? I know, they're not much. The Federal right. Reserve can also limit the money supply. That's a thing that they can do. Um, keep in mind as well that we just had a, a huge infrastructure bill that passed, and pretty much exactly what uh, economists were saying was going to happen happened, which is the, okay, here's how it works, generally speaking. The government doesn't print money. The Federal Reserve prints money, right? They, they control the money supply, essentially. The government asks the Federal Reserve to print them money, and they do. Here's an issue though the money doesn't really exist if that makes any sense no it's all fake it's all fake so when the government says we're passing this giant infrastructure bill and we've got this giant um uh, what is it the the budget plan it's not like they have a room where this money is or even a bank account where this money is and they can go and get it mm-hmm. no it gets printed every time you print money Inflation rises. Based on the same imaginary stakehold that you have in Fort Knox or wherever. I mean, we got off the gold standard a long time ago. A long time ago. So something that decreases the value of that stock, that thing you're basing it on. This is the thing about money, fiat currency in particular. And and I'm not trying to sound like a crypto bro. This is just how it is. (laughs) Crypto bro. Yeah, the thing with with money, fiat currencies from any country, is that it's all fake. Fiat means because it is. That's what the word fiat means. It's de facto. So think about that. It's really backed by confidence. Exactly. It's backed by the confidence. It's consumer confidence. The full yeah. faith and confidence. And we don't in the have States. any these days. So mm, that even less. makes now, it worse. Think about it like this. Your money, because of inflation, is being essentially stolen from you every single year. 
Because if you put in a bank account, like a checking, not a savings account, if you put in a checking account, $1,000 in 1970, oh boy, that's a bit of money, $1,000 in 1970. Fast forward to now, 2021, 1000 bucks is like, well, that might get me through the month. <laughs> well, and of course, the, the banks yeah. and lending institutions would like to see the interest rates go up. People living on fixed incomes on their, you know, 401c3s and you know and, and their 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 whatever 401ks 401ks whatever yeah. the hell they are yeah. you know I, since i don't have any you're thinking of a 501c3 no, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, we're in tax season <laughs> I was say, we're in tax that? season and we're, that's we're Nothing. talking about erlanger going non-profit i've got all these this alphabet soup going on sure. in my mind so I mean, you know anybody who who's 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 living on that kind of federal subsidy mm -hmm. you know i mean they're they're going to see their income go up as well yeah and uh, so anyway, we'll, we'll move on. Uh, sure. Department of Justice asking um, to get the boxes back from President Trump at Mar-a-Lago. He's got apparently 15 boxes yeah. of documents. We already know about the flushing, you know, documents, right. torn documents down Give the down, back. documents down the toilet. And what now about the giant gap in call, his phone calls? The call laws. Well, that that's not a gap. <laughs> that's when he just got off the official phone and got on his private exactly, phone. Exactly. Which they told Obama he couldn't do. Sure. Like, but, I mean, um, they, they told him he couldn't do it. And he said, screw you. I'm going to do whatever I want to. I'm Donald Trump. Well, they probably also so told him, don't they, tweet. And he had, did it anyway. Yeah, they had the official phone line that he would get on. Then he'd get on his cell phone. And they had to actually go through an incredible amount of subpoena work. Burner to, phone. To, yeah, to, yeah, to be able to go back and check out those records. It is not easy. They make it sound like it'll be easy when they're trying to knuckle you down when you're in trouble it's not easy for them to get those records something right. everyone knows everyone agrees track phone makes the best phones that are out there <laughs> laguna beach residents forced to evacuate in california in la because of the fires out there and that's not going to be any good for you know the folks that are visiting obviously uh the employee that was arrested i think that you were talking about at the cleveland uh, daycare mm -hmm. he was drinking early in the morning and drinking so heavily that apparently the fire that began was his fault. If I'm not mistaken, he's now facing 20-some-odd counts uh, of 20, child endangerment. Give me a second. I think it's 27. When they 27 is what I wrote down. I think that's what I heard. That is correct, yes. 27 that's, counts. That's a lot of counts. Now, again, they go in high knowing that they'll be able to negotiate that down somewhere down the road. But, I mean, here's a, here's a man who, who must admit he has a problem. All right. Everybody I think this agree? is the point you at think? which <laughs> if that's not if that's not rock bottom, <laughs> if you're still digging at the at the bottom of that hole, you're in serious, serious trouble. Uh, as we all know, auto producers all across the country are shutting down because of the Canadian trucker, you know, mm -hmm. issue. And, you know, they've got that one bridge completely locked down. And now we've got the Michigan governor. The subject of the you know kidnapping heist, the currently unkidnapped Gretchen, governor, yeah, Gretchen Whitmire, <laughs> who says she's going to send in the national guard or the state guard. What are they going to do? Move vehicles. But how? Well, if you've got a trucker standing in front of his vehicle, how are you going to move it if he doesn't move out of the way? You can't just shoot him. It doesn't work like that. Well, I, at least we're, the Canadians aren't known for it. Um, <laughs> hey, how about you uh, move over there, please? Hamilton <laughs> County EMS needs staff bad. Uh, we've talked about the blood assurance folks. We're looking at the, the lowest supplies they've ever seen historically. Uh, the folks that actually give you that blood, they're also not showing up to work because of COVID and other issues. Right. So if you're looking for a career change, they would love to talk to you. I like how all these headlines are just doomsday headlines. Yeah, sometimes they are, sometimes <laughs> yeah. they're not. There's no Jeez. doubt. It, it, it gets better. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> yeah. Bill Lee asking uh, FEMA money for Tennessee County hit Jeez. by last week's winter storm. The only storm yet that has not hit us. 
That was the one that we missed. Yeah. Thank goodness. Yeah. Now, I was going to say, what damage did Tennessee have out of that? Uh, well, West, West Tennessee, Tennessee, Middle Tennessee got the a West bunch. Yeah, they, yeah, power they, outages and all. We were just in that little bitty, you know, green phallus that we have <laughs> that natural geographic <laughs> layout here. Maybe we were in the were. we were in the perennial. <laughs> Um, yeah, exactly. We were in the perineum of the storm. Yeah, the gooch of the storm. Um, and it's perineum. Uh, so he, here we go. Uh, I got to get to this before we move on, and just you know. we got to, and it's it's the Georgia, Tennessee states in general now flocking to come up with their own McMinn County School Board so they can look like idiots in the eyes of the world just the way we do now. Georgia's, you know, they're putting together a panel to look for inappropriate materials and Hamilton County's mm -hmm. looking at it, Tennessee's looking at it. And up in McMinn, they had a meeting yeah. about possibly reversing the decision on mm -hmm. Mouse. And but then all the protesters <laughs> that showed up to talk about reversing the decision on Mouse were shut down and they didn't talk about it at all. It came up literally because one person stood up and interrupted the meeting, and they said, yeah, we're not going to bring that up tonight. What and did they do, so, stand up and go, what about Mouse? What about the, Mouse? The, the board's attorney, Scott Bennett, also known as Asshat Loser McDumbshit, <laughs> nice. uh, stood up and basically said, I want you to listen to me. This is a, don't beat me on that one either. I want that one to stay out there. I like that. Asshat Loser McDumbshit, <laughs> uh, attorney at law. And, and he stood up and he goes, the board cannot violate its own policy. Policies exist to serve the board. The board does not exist to serve the policies. Oh, my God. Huh? <laughs> Tr please try that argument when you are facing any kind of infraction of the law. <laughs> Go ahead. I mean, you know, Jesus made the argument first. I mean, when they were picking corn or wheat or whatever it was, they were out in one of the fields of plenty on the Sabbath. And they started getting on to him because his people were picking whatever the produce was in the field that they were in. He goes, does man exist for the Sabbath or does the Sabbath exist for man? Well, it makes sense when Jesus says it and he's talking about food. It doesn't well, make yeah. any sense when asshat loser McDumbshit says it and he's talking about laws and rules that we have to follow, but apparently they don't. It's These like, are the rules. We won't pay any attention to them at all because we are above the rules that we make. It's like when you get pulled over and you're like, hey, I pay your taxes, man. I pay your salary, man. And then the the, the another person, another guy on the board that booted the book said it didn't have anything. The book, he read it, and it didn't have anything to do with the Holocaust. He <laughs> said, oh, really? He, he said, he, said so? he, talked, he talked to a local <laughs> rabbi who the rabbi supposedly told him that I find it inappropriate even to be in my synagogue. Liar, 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 yes, liar. He is Show lying. me the rabbi. He did not exactly. name a rabbi. He did not name the synagogue. He's a liar. Yeah, and the truth I'll get my in grandma him. in here. Absolutely. What the absolutely. hell is wrong with these people? Dude. <laughs> I know. Don't worry about our rules that we set for ourselves. We set them as we see fit. We will violate them as we see fit. <laughs> I, watched, one. I watched Schindler's List, and it has nothing to do with the Holocaust Nothing at whatsoever. all. Fine acting job by that one, you know, about to die person in the guy who's, scene uh, two. The, guy, the skiing guy. Yeah. Liam Neeson. Um, yeah. Here we go. Everybody's got one, an opinion, and this one is going to be somebody else's opinion. I'm just going to share it with you. Uh, this is from the Times editorial and uh, Friday's um, paper. Will Mayor Kelly's anti-gun role make him a target? <laughs> and they actually, in the very first sentence, they point out, words, it's almost been a one-year anniversary. We're almost on the anniversary of him April being April yeah. 20th, 19th. 1st, something yeah, 20th. Yeah. 
Isn't that amazing? That, it is. Boy, that year has flown by. Flew by. So I guess I, I guess they're they're stating that the honeymoon is over at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And as we all know, I mean, people wanting potholes to be fixed, people wanting something to be done about gun violence. Mm-hmm. But don't join a national group against guns <laughs> because that will make you a walking target in this day and age. Well, I'll I'll be open about it. I'm I'm very much against every town because. Because you need to explain that every time for gun safety is the name of the organization. Right. Be- every time for gun safety. Every time for gun safety. Uh, not because of their mission statement. I think reducing gun violence is great. I'm all for it. Um, but because they're often look, they don't know anything about guns. <laughs> That's kind of the big problem with them. If you're going to be anti-gun or not even anti-gun, if you're going to be pro-gun control, pro anti-gun violence, pro anti-gun violence. Um, I think it's a good idea to know what you're talking about when it comes to statistics, when it comes to how firearms work, uh, when it comes to the distinction between semi and fully automatic. You know, these are basic things that they don't seem to get or lie about not understanding. The president of the group, John Fleinblatt, I'm not making that up. No comment. Says, quote, city leaders like Mayor Kelly are on the front lines of America's gun violence epidemic, but they can't win this fight without help from leaders at all levels of government every time for gun safety president, blah, 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 blah. We're all for this, Tim Kelly said, and we find ourselves more proud uh, than ever. Uh, And Kelly, a self-described independent, Mm -hmm. uh, the paper said we like him more than we did even when we endorsed him last year because of the stance, and then it gets down to the nitty-gritty. But we don't have to remind you that Chattanooga is dead center and gun rights central. Practically speaking, we straddle Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama state lines where baby shower gifts include Dick and Jane's first toy gun and holster sets. <laughs> That's true. That's that pretty good. That is true. Kelly is not shy about it and said that our city saw 157 shootings last year, not including justified or accidental ones. 31 resulted in fatalities, and that's just too darn much. I'm proud of him. our mayor standing up. Now, real quickly, while we're still in the editorial section, let me read one other person's opinion. Well, can I say real quick again? I want to make it clear that I'm not criticizing Tim Kelly for joining the group. I understand. Because, hey, the guy believes in stuff that I don't agree with. Let's see him, though. No, no, it's so, it's it's very easy. He's after your guns. That's all they have to say. He's (laughs) after your guns. Well, I don't think that that's the case. There will be people that will sweep their opinions to one side because of that one issue. Yeah. And this is Connie Schultz. You have heard her name before. Uh, she's a very good columnist. She writes uh, for several papers, and uh, she is the author of The Daughters of Erie Town. She is a Pennsylvania native or Ohio native, one of the two. Well, she's well, talking very different. She's talking about the story that we laughed so much about on Friday: mm-hmm. the ice fishing leads to <laughs> prostitution story. Yeah. And this is exactly this is Connie Schultz. She goes. Hello from Northeast Ohio, where she apparently lives now, where women folk are worrying about what their ice fishing husbands are up to now that we know their ice shanties can be magnets for prostitution. And he goes, kidding, kidding, kidding. Nobody believes this except for Mayor Craig Schubert, the mayor of Hudson, Ohio. And wishful thinking. He's, 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 he's apparently imagining sturdy ice fishermen in padded parkas casting aside their poles as they coo. Come to daddy, you Carhartt clad vixen. Oh. <laughs> Are the ice shanties like in a row and they're like lot lizards, you know, like they come out? Yeah, and they just, just go down from cab to cab to cab. Hey, I, honey. Uh, but this guy has gotten himself in a tremendous amount of trouble in the past for saying really dumb, stupid things. Mm. Um, last fall, it, you he know, claimed it's funny that, too that his last name is also McDumbshit. Yeah, <laughs> it's, 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 it runs in the family. Yeah. Last fall, he claimed that a high school writing program was distributing child pornography <laughs> and demanded that the school board members either resign or face criminal charges. Holy cow! 
And some right-wing outlet got a, a video of him, you know, holding forth on this completely fictitious situation. That's one of those ones. And it turned him into a hero of the right. You can't really say, like, show us the child pornography, no, I, I was going to say, and then the school board members <laughs> ended up getting a bunch of hate mail and death threats and stuff like this. And Summit County Prosecutor Sherry Walsh launched an investigation into the mayor because of the reckless conduct by Hudson's mayor resulting in threats, fear, and hate-filled words from around the country. And you think he would learn his lesson, but no. No, no, no. As a matter of fact, it just can't be done. Um, said Schubert could have learned a valuable lesson from this debacle. Instead, he's like too many politicians who relish attention no matter how bad he doubled it down. So there you go. Okay. A mayor, a, ta- a tale of two mayors. And the prostitutes, you know where they're from? Our own middle schools. Yes, absolutely. They learned it from this filth, these books. The uh, duh category today, or the duh section, I guess I should say. Well, it's just this. The full-page ad for an organization. This is from today's USA Today. And the void will be filled, right? We talked about the fact I, I ordered, we ordered mouse at our house. Mm-hmm. Haven't gotten it yet because there's a backlog now because people are dying to get it. We talked about the fact that there ought to be literally a library that's filled with nothing. It's a banned books that are available to students who run into situations like this or parents who would like their kids to read it. Here's an entire full-page ad that somebody paid a lot of money for and that somebody is a group called array 101 and it literally full page here attention all patriots all right that got that got your attention right so this is aimed at one particular group of people nope if your legislature won't support critical race theory education we will <laughs> and then it gives a whole listing of things that have to do with educating people on how race mm-hmm. built this country and how this country squandered race relations and essentially capitalized and so there you go you can go to array101.org to learn more if you want some banned books about critical race theory they'll have they'll get you some and i'll tell you something i've seen they list a co- several movies yes documentaries movies. they lead with movies i have seen 13th i have seen uh I've seen when selma. they see us i've seen selma i've seen selma I've seen they and i've have seen us. colin in black and white and yeah. every one of them is worth a watch all right so there you go it's it's i'm just saying the duh is that the void will be filled. Nature abhors a vacuum, and the human race abhors one too. We will fill it in one way, shape, form, or another. All right. That was by the way brought to you by Chattanooga Safety Products on Highway 58, next to the Hungry House. All your industrial safety footwear and PPE needs. Safety begins at your feet at Chattanooga Safety Products. What are you doing? I hope you have. I hope you have because one. I don't. I, I really don't either. I'm. 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 I'm going to basically hibernate tomorrow. Because the temperature is going to be dropping, and we've had all this beautiful weather and sunshine. So I'm going to ignore the sun. I think we have some clouds coming in, maybe some rain on Saturday. Then the temperature is going to plummet, and then Sunday it's Super Bowl time. So i got to sleep all day so I can stay up and watch the game at night and still make it in here the next morning. Well, here's so that's my, all i got. Here's my weekend, which, of course, you're hearing this on Monday, but we record on a Friday. Sure. I'm going to the to the Mardi Gras ball Saturday night. Mystical We're celebrating my daughter's yeah. 22nd birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday, Alex. And uh, I encourage everybody to file your taxes early. Go. That's that's what I'm doing. Go file your taxes early. I got a nice surprise. I'm getting a good return. You, Yay. If you give me my paperwork, Yay I'll do it. Yay, the government. I'm going to play Minecraft. You're the one in charge. 
You should have gotten, you gotten your paperwork. All no. of you should have. No, 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 no. I got mine. I don't. I don't, I don't get hardly a return, so I'm not in a hurry to not, do it at all. Not, I'll not, do it whenever the hell I feel from, like. Not not from when we were working at the Evil Empire. Oh, that. <laughs> yeah, that, 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 that. All right. There was a there was a few I'll months there. I wasn't paid much, but I was paid some. Well, I, I don't uh, hardly have any uh, write offs. So I mean, I, I get I paid none. every week. I don't wait until April to get my money back. I get paid. This week hey, and every, next week and the week after that. Everything that I Which ever is kind of the way you should do it. Had for a write-off, I think, has been completely paid off by now. I mean, we That's had, how we normal had, people we do had it. Car, we had car well, Uncomplicated expenses. returns. Yeah. Yeah, uncomplicated right. returns. Computer sure. expenses and things like that. I, I, I do the simplest form possible. Well, I, mean, I, don't, I don't have kids. I don't have yeah, write-offs. Say, if, if, you don't have, if you don't have a bunch of write-offs, I have a mortgage interest. That's my only write-off. Yeah. You shouldn't be letting the government hold on to your money for a year. And then pay them to give it back to you. Yeah, like in the simplistic form of, of, sure. of filing, you shouldn't do that. You should not get a return if you're me. Here, here's, if you have here's, if you have lots of write-offs and you have business interests and you have yeah. children, that's a different story. People right. send me pieces of paper, and I take the pieces of paper and I put them in front of my accountant, and I say, "Here." Well, that's what I do. And then he goes, "Okay, this is, the, this is the, here's what you owe. This is what they owe you. Thank you." Oh. And then I walk out, and that's what I live with without ever thinking about it again. I'm going to get a plug-in for my accountant, who is awesome. Feel free. Easy Books and Taxes. E Z Books and Taxes. John Kroll is his name. Highly recommend. Well, now he owes us. No, he doesn't. Spelled E E Z I E. Spelled E Z. If you can keep Books and from taxes. having the government borrow <laughs> money from you and then pay you back interest free, you should try to stay away from that. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying. let me tell you somebody who could help you out with this. The folks that sponsored that segment for what it's worth. Sometimes it's actually really good, and it's chocolate block full of things. We're all going to be louses this weekend. It's brought to you by, of course, Gary and Tide and the good folks at Guardian Investment Advisors. So they have all the answers to your questions when it comes to your money, and they have good answers, and they have good solutions for what you can uh, so actually nice. do with it. Yeah, they are. Nice 710-9199, 710-9199. Chattanooga Drive-In Show, the Tri-State Region's Drive-In Theater of the Mind, and this is Pimp Jen's Corner. Today I'm going to teach you about Valentine's Day. Huh? Valentine's Day is considered the most romantic day of the year, with nearly 200 million roses purchased around the world for the February 14th celebration. But the history behind this date is actually pretty dark. St. Valentine was a priest or a bishop in Rome who lived during the 3rd century after Christ. He was allegedly jailed by Roman Emperor Claudius II for his deceit and unwillingness to obey the emperor's orders to stop performing Christian marriages. Claudius was a real jerk. Yeah, he was my least favorite emperor. He was also said to be guilty of helping persecuted Christians. See, Claudius had ruled against Christian teaching as he didn't want any people worshipping anybody else but him Mm -hmm. according to legend saint valentine wrote letters to claudius's daughter Mm -hmm. and miraculously rid her of blindness i don't know how true that is well he was writing her letters he's writing her letters (laughs) that's a good i I, I guess so (laughs) somebody was reading them out loud to her and she said give me that she goes wait a minute i'm reading this (laughs) he also befriended claudius but but when he tried to convert the emperor to christianity he was condemned to death uh by stoning in two 269 A.D. That's a bad way to go. Yeah, it is. yeah. that's a long, slow, miserable. He was also way to go. then beheaded 
and well, just to you make know, sure. that was the end of that. Now, take him to Detroit. St. Valentine <laughs> was given a feast day by Pope Galatius. Is that how I'm pronouncing? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. Galatius. In uh, 496 AD in celebration of the Christian martyr, the feast of St. Valentine, St. Valentine's Day, has been observed each February 14th since then. And of course, he ran all the snakes out of Ireland. No, that was St. Patrick. <laughs> yeah, whichever, whichever. Another, another dumb Take him to Detroit. <laughs> Take him to Detroit. In the Middle Ages, St. Valentine became an icon for love and romance. However, the saint's name was removed from general Roman calendar Until in 1969. In. As there is little history around the acts, and many speculate the story of St. Valentine has been skewed by various other versions. You know there's an issue when even the Catholics no, wait. are like, you know what? <laughs> Here's something that I didn't know. You probably don't know it either. St. Valentine is the patron saint of lovers, epileptics, and beekeepers. Okay. Mm. Patron saint for everything. Ponder you know, that. Hey, I would right, well, listen, Miss Miss Catholic, whenever it's, uh, it's it's to your advantage, or Jewish, whenever it's to your advantage. Well, I, I, I have both. I, when, before I climbed that mountain <laughs> in Mexico, we went to a huge, 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 beautiful, archaic church. Mm. Keep in mind, Mexico's been civilized a lot longer than we have. They've got buildings there that predate, you know, Plymouth Rock mm -hmm. that still are still standing. And we went to a church, a huge church in Puebla, and uh, just walked in. And, and I've made this obvious. I've pointed this out before. The Latin Americas have a very different vision of Christ than we do. Oh, yes. Their vision of Jesus is literally always either on the cross or immediately after he was taken off the cross he is very bloody bloody he is literally unrecognizable as a human mm -hmm. at times and that's what this was they had a body of christ mm -hmm. kind of mannequin laying there in state and they had little cubby holes with every saint had a little replica and yeah. a figure icon and out front yeah you could get you know a little like doodad for your you know uh, whatever you want to call it, locket chain, what you know, whatever you know, from Pandora mm -hmm. of a saint. Yeah. And so I, I looked up the one for for mountaineering. Oh, okay. It was Saint Barnabas. Yeah. Saint really? Barnabas is the patron saint of mountaineers. So I got one. I actually paid this lady yeah. for a little bitty ivory, you know, carved idol about that big. Ivory and carved. Yeah. Shame on you. Well, it wasn't really ivory. I'm sure it was whatever that other stuff it is. Was vegan that, ivory. Yeah, that's down. what it was. But yeah, it was. It, 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 was it, it, it wasn't. It 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 was. <laughs> wasn't real ivory because it actually kind of melted away in my hand oh. but it, it came on a rosary and here i am completely non-catholic but don't think i didn't put that thing around my neck and finger it on my way up the mountain a million you times it? yeah hmm. yeah okay. you know what i'm saying <laughs> golly get your mind out of the gutter why are you always down there and no but i mean i, I just anything you know what no atheists in a foxhole Right, right. You give me a religious icon that might have some power to it when I'm hanging on the top of a mountain at 19,000 feet, I'm going to go with it. You know, <laughs> whatever I've got in this hand is better than the nothing I got in well, this sure. hand or the rock that I'm hanging on to. So anyway, just, just uh, figure out, throw that out there. Yeah, let me, let me just finish up here. In honor of Valentine's Day, CenturyLink recently revealed the most Googled relationship questions in each state. CenturyLink is still in business? Here was Tennessee's. They're wondering how to kiss. People in Tennessee don't know how to kiss, evidently. What? How to kiss your how direct relative. Most Googled search. I don't know what to tell you about that. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not. Well, but it's probably like I'm kids. absolutely not. It's probably like well, kids. You know? I would think so. 
the most Googled. Yes, kids. All right, whatever. Adults don't need to Google it, so it's kids. On a look total up sad side subcategory note, of tongue. See what it says. I'm not going to look that up right now. All right. I'm just trying to find out the I'm real mo- answer moving, here. moving right along Remember, it's here. only French kissing if you're in Sting France. Sting just sold his, his full catalog of music now to Universal. $250 million. Includes everything he wrote for uh, the police and all of his... Uh, you know, we mentioned yesterday the the festival that has Oysterhead at the top of the bill, even though there's <laughs> yes, much more water. recognizable names. Sweetwater 420. Oysterhead is, if I'm not mistaken, it's less Claypool of Primus Stu, on bass. Stu Copeland's a drummer. I was going to say oh, Trey Anastasio on guitar oh. and Stuart Copeland of the Police on mm-hmm. drums, who is remarkably complex yes. and talented what a, beyond what the the police pushed him what an odd for. mix of he was, he was very he, odd he, that's he, what he, made it so he, interesting yeah. at the time I mean, this, they're 15 years old yeah, they, they, they did like one they, album they, I think they, that's they, it they've been around but they play live that's what they do yeah. they just they just play live well, when you Claypool's think about like, the, the, the characters like one of the best bassists of all time too there's no doubt well you know his, his main thrust these days is working with Sean Lennon really yeah and the Claypool Lennon Delirium okay. very trippy avant-garde psychedelic yeah, as you might well imagine yeah at quality tire pros we look forward to keeping you on the road in 2022 if your ride is running as rough as the past two years have been stop in today let us check it out for a quality ride and one you can count on we carry great tire brands like michelin no matter what you drive or where you've driven michelin has a tire to fit any need quality tire pros on cherokee boulevard Russell the Love Muscle Stroud gets to flex his muscle once a day on the show, and this is his turn right now. It's time for Muscle Flex. All right. Well, I'm not going to be talking about anything warfare-related. Well, directly. Um, Instead, I'm going to be talking about electric vehicles. But first, of course, it's time for Ty G with Chris Campbell. He's been providing workplace wellness programs since the year 2000. You realize that's 22 years. That's a long time. And he successfully implemented stress management programs with home office employees of companies you probably heard of, like Home Depot, Kimberly Clark, Gwinnett County itself, and Bell South, just to name a couple. Uh, of course, we all need to de-stress and take a step back, especially with some of these freaking headlines you've been hearing about, right? So his uh, Taiji techniques can help you to release stress, prevent headaches and migraines, and prevent sleepless nights from happening while bringing a positive change to employees' demeanor and morale. And if you're the socially anxious type like me, you don't have to, have to go anywhere because he has Zoom classes. Contact Chris Campbell, 423-821-8947, or go to chris at timefortaiji.com. Send an email there for more details. That's Taiji spelled T-A-I-J-I. That's the new and enlightened way of spelling Tai Chi. All right, so the American government, at least the military, appears to be going all in on electric vehicles, oddly enough. You know, the military is not exactly known for being, like, uh, eco-friendly because when I think of the military, I usually think of, you know, drunk people on base, uh, airplanes uh, blowing people up, and uh, gas-guzzling tanks. I don't really think about electric vehicles. Their job is to break things and hurt people. Yeah, Humvees. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Those are not exactly known for being uh, compact, uh, fuel-efficient vehicles that you can park in a little compact car spot. Uh, but the military, apparently by 2055, wants to have their emissions down to zero, which is, you know, kind Admirable. of horrible, I guess. But something else that's interesting is part of the president's infrastructure plan, really it's not the president's infrastructure plan, I don't want to lay all that on him, it's the 
Congress's and the Senate's infrastructure plan that's sort of a Frankenstein of a bunch of different plans. But part of that is they want to have at least four fast chargers every 50 miles in the United States on major highways. Fast chargers for electric vehicles. Um, this is from ArsTechnica.com. They say, starting this year, the federal government will begin doling out $5 billion dollars that's a lot of money, to states over five years to build a nationwide network of fast chargers. The plan initially focuses on the interstate highway system, directing states to build one charging station every 50 miles. Those stations must then be capable of charging at least four electric vehicles simultaneously at 150 kilowatts. And this is interesting because this actually lines up with a plan that Tennessee already has. Maybe the state and the feds were talking to each other. Who knows? But TDEC, the Tennessee Department of Environment and Conservation, and TVA, of course we all know TVA, partnering to develop a statewide electric vehicle charging network, fast charging network, to power the growth of EVs across Tennessee and reduce barriers to transportation and electrification. So I'm what you might call... I'm not going to say I'm a climate skeptic. I'm not. I, like Climate change, of course, is, is happening. I'm a little bit skeptical about what our role in it may or may not be. I'm very skeptical about what you or I can do about it as individuals. I think probably governments could do something. Maybe corporations could do something. But personally, I think that uh, pollution, uh, as in like polluting the waters and that kind of thing, is a much bigger, uh, more immediate issue than perhaps global warming may be. Because maybe it's a cycle maybe it's not i don't know but i do know that i see you know plastic crap on uh trails in the woods more often than i think about the temperature rising 0.1 degrees over the next 10 years anyway that aside i am a big fan of electric vehicles actually i think that they're really cool um i think that they are probably the way of the future and i think that reducing our dependence on fossil fuels is generally a good idea however <laughs> here's the thing about electric vehicles you might think that they're cleaner um, no, they're not. They're not cleaner. And here is why. And again, I'm not knocking them. I think they're great. But the reason they're not cleaner is a number of reasons. Number one, mining lithium and the rare earth metals required to make electric vehicles is extremely harmful to the environment. Also, lithium is a finite resource just like oil is. So again, harmful to the environment, a finite resource. Not so great. What you got, Brian? It's kind of like, uh... This is kind of an absurd comparison, but uh, vaping to tobacco yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. They're both they're both going to cause harm somewhere. Yeah. Just which one, you weigh out which one is better than the other. Well, yeah. when you plug it in, and that's what we're making around here, and we're very proud to be making the new, you know, charging outlets for these types of vehicles, mm -hmm. and we're going to be making them for the world, apparently, and employing hundreds and hundreds of people in Tennessee – but, I mean, it still comes off the grid. Right. The grid has got to make the energy somehow. And yeah. around here, that's still done with hydroelectric. And dams have their own environmental issues. And, of course, still coal-fired fired plants. And then, of course, the big mama of them all, nukes. And, you know, there's just no getting rid of that waste. You right. talk about a real pollution problem. I mean, we've got green turtles and hawkbill turtles choking <laughs> on plastic in the ocean. Yeah. You're right. But I, I'm very concerned about, you know, something you can't dispose of properly for twelve to 15,000 years, which yeah. is what has got to be done. Now, it does get better. It does get better because we can't think that we're stuck with lithium for forever because this is just a battery technology among a sea of other battery technologies. In fact, it's really cool that you just had in uh, the couple who were talking about graphene. Mm -hmm. Very cool technology. Now, he was they were talking about it in application to water filtration, but it also has an application in terms of battery power. Uh, graphene and carbon nanotubes, two technologies being looked at for high-density energy storage, really 
really cool. Well, great conductors. Yeah, excellent conductors and uh, potentially uh, could save us all when it comes to battery technology. Uh, so, yeah, stepping away a little bit from the usual fare of warfare and killing and death, because I think I'm a little bit tired of that for right now, especially because the weekend. Still got the military. Still got the military involved a little bit, yeah. But uh, fast charging networks looks like electric vehicles are not just a flash in the pan. Oh, one more thing I want to say about that, too. Oh, if the military leads the way, the rest of the world will follow. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. One thing I want to say about that, too, is that a lot of people, when they think of electric vehicles, they think expensive. Uh, most people think that way. But um, Kia has the Ionic, or is it Hyundai that has the Ionic? Uh, anyway, one of them companies has a new electric vehicle called the Ionic, and it's about the same price as a regular new sedan, which is still expensive, but it's the same price as a regular new sedan. So electric vehicles are coming down in price, and accessibility is increasing as well. So, yeah, it's all good. All right, mountains looking at each other. I've already told the story, really, um, about me climbing the mountain. I've told that story multiple times from different angles. I'll just say this. Um, first of all, mountains looking at each other, the storytelling part segment of the show, which is sponsored by RC2 Realty Solutions, Robin Ring, Robin with a Y, Ring with an I, Robin at rc2realtysolutions.com. Thank you very much. Um, did make the summit of that mountain after one aborted summit attempt and having to stop and turn around at 16,000 feet where we bivouacked. That's the French word for miserable death. Um, and it was the worst night I think I've ever spent in my entire life, and that includes jail and getting hit about the head and shoulders by an angry girlfriend. Um, and but it was it was horrifyingly you know difficult, but we did summit when we had already given up. We'd given up, and we were back down at base camp, which was the stone block house that the locals used, and the locals spoke their own indigenous language. They didn't even speak Spanish; was their second language. English, a few of them had but they actually spoke an indigenous language, and they were at 11,000 feet. I think that's the highest permanent settlement anywhere in the Americas. And this is where they got their water from, was the glacier, mm -hmm. just like you were talking about Everest the other day. Mm -hmm. And so they had every reason to go halfway up the mountain from time to time, but none of them ever had gone to the top. We didn't meet one person locally that had made the scamper, which could be done in a day if you had legs and lungs you know and you were you were in shape they just didn't have any reason to go further because the bottom of the glacier was there and it would get clogged up with boulders and things like that and so there was a group of them that spent the night with us at base camp after we gave up we said well we're not going to be able to do it the weather wouldn't cooperate Nineteen thousand feet is high y'all that's the Ooh. second highest mountain in north america Jeez. after denali and that's where we were going and the weather just wasn't cooperating, and we'd already made up our, our mind we were going to flip a coin the next morning to either go to Acapulco or Veracruz, and we were going to go get some ocean time. Mm -hmm. And our trip leader got up at 4 o'clock in the morning and looked out the window and goes, it's clear. It's clear. And we all jumped up and looked, and awesome. it was just clear, and we took off at 4 o'clock in the morning with all of our gear and everything, and we summited and we got down. It was the most. It was the, it was the, the biggest physical feat I ever accomplished as as a man, and I would just tell you that little bitty little saint I had around my neck. I was so aware of its presence because it was up against my chest and therefore getting very cold. Mm. And so I was always aware of its presence. It wasn't like something I had in my pocket. I mean, the cold cuts through. Like I said now I have so much titanium in my leg. I actually feel it getting cold to the point of discomfort, and it radiates from the inside out. Oof. You can't keep that kind of cold away. 
and I could just feel that little piece of ice just chilling and chilling and chilling, and I would just reach up every once in a while and just kind of press it down. When I got back down to the bottom, A, I'm celebrating. I got a standing ovation from the local workers. I was the last one off the glacier because I just was so rubber-legged, and everybody else was just, they were in better shape than me. And, you know, once we got to where we could see the base camp, they felt like it was okay to leave me behind. I'd eventually make it down. And these guys laid down their picks and shovels and gave me a round of applause. And I just started bawling. I just started crying, I mean, uncontrollably. And you'll appreciate this, Brian. I had this vision of Dr. B and Quake, the guys on Sport Talk, giving me grief for climbing the mountain and it would be some sort of sissy <laughs> oh, thing of course. and right then i just immediately said if dr b says anything about this accomplishment i will choke him to death <laughs> on the air i swear to god because I, I felt so good about myself and these people applauded me and i'm just weeping and bawling and just so proud and i took that little thing that little uh rosary off from around my neck and handed it back to a lady who was selling just items out of a tray sitting there, you know, cross-legged on the sidewalk in Mexico City, and I gave it back to her to resell because I didn't have any need for it, not mm-hmm. being Catholic. It had gone to the mountaintop with me, so had my boots, you know? <laughs> I mean, so it was one thing, and this is what she did. She thanked me for it profusely, and then she snapped it off, and she put the saint over here by itself so she could sell it separately, and then tied the rosary back together so she could sell it separately, and I went, <laughs> Well, good for me. I've stimulated the Mexican economy. <laughs> Mountains look at each other. Brought to you by RC2 Realty Solutions. Regional Roundup, Shotgun Shoutouts, Tennessee American Water Company. You don't have to go to the bottom of a glacier and roll boulders away to get water. You just have to turn on your faucet and good potable drinking water comes out. You can use it to clean your baby, clean your cat, clean your private parts, whatever you want to do. <laughs> They've been doing it since 1887. Three very specific uh, yes, uses. Exactly, exactly. You can also drink it. You can you certainly drink it. Um, oh, yeah. Okay. Um, you, may, I, you talked about energy, and you, well, actually, are the one that sent me this story, so you know what I'm talking about. Yes. You mentioned this yesterday, TVA telling Mississippi that their, I guess, working arrangement with various states and the federal government would not allow them to sell power to a marijuana manufacturing facility. And keep in mind, oh, again, Tennessee is way behind the curve on this. Mm-hmm. The rest of the states have all basically you know, legalized marijuana. 37 right. of them have anyway. Right. And so Mississippi is ahead of us in this social game, you know, again. Jeez. And so TVA had to clarify their remarks yesterday. They said, actually, no. And listen, McMinn County School Board, listen to me very carefully. <laughs> they have rules that they set up that they have to work by. And that's an agreement they have with society that they will stay within the guidelines of the rules that they set up. And their rules do not allow them to just hopscotch over one industry and not supply it when they're going to be supplying somebody else that might be a competitor in another state or in the same state. They don't have the power to say, we will not sell you power because we disagree with what you're doing. If it's legal in the state, they have an obligation to send the voltage on down there. And so they did clarify that yesterday, and they made a big deal out of the fact they said, our bylaws dictate that we must, period. So there's two different or- government organizations, quasi-government you know, government organizations, mm-hmm. one that says, we set the rules, we have to live by them, and the other one, McDumbshit, in charge, says, we make the rules and we ignore them as we see fit. 
because we're the ones that have this position. Interesting. So next year, when you have this position, you can go back and change it right back again if you want to and irritate a whole other group of people, and in two years, we can swap it all over again. <laughs> so TVA did that yesterday. It's a never-ending cycle. Um, Erlanger's move to nonprofit status, I will tell you this. Mm-hmm. I put a very important call and somewhat expected to a very high-placed person inside the Erlanger system earlier this morning. Mm-hmm. I was hoping to be able to start this week off with, even though I was not gonna be able to record it, I was just going to paraphrase, ask his permission uh, to use his comments, and I got him literally just as he was starting to make his rounds. He is a doctor mm-hmm. at Erlanger, but mm-hmm. he also has a management position. So I'm gonna let him stay anonymous for the time being, but he's gonna call me back later today, and hopefully on tomorrow's show, I'll have some insight, but right now, Everybody either seems to be, they don't care because they're not at Erlanger, it doesn't bother them, they haven't been to a hospital in a while, or they think it's a good idea. Nobody is jumping up and down and screaming, let the status quo stay the same. I've noticed the same thing as yeah, well. Yeah, I, I think the, the, the county in general greets it, and they have said we will not be turning any indigents away. I, I, don't know oh, how to, I don't know how to feel about it at all. Like, yeah. I, is it good? Is it bad? I, I don't, it, pure ignorance. I don't it know. Just, I think it just allows them to compete more freely with people who have been eating their lunch for a while, and because they take that government money. By the way, I had it doubled. I said three million. It's only a million and a half. Oh, something. A million and a half a year is nothing. No. Put something nothing. in perspective. Um, whenever there's a burn victim here in Hamilton County, they have to fly them up to Vanderbilt because Vanderbilt has a burn center. Yeah. So this mm. could potentially allow them to open up a burn center without having to go through all of the you know loopholes and you see all those approval. all those ads with the cute kids on it for Shriners that you know saying send your donation and we'll give you a fuzzy blanket. They can't do that. Erlanger can't do that. Yeah. They can't accept those donations. Hmm. Uh, and any donations they get have to be capped and topped because they're a quasi-governmental agency. That's why it's only $1 at the, yeah. the cash register. There you go. Uh, and so let's go just around the region very quickly. Atlanta, Georgia. Republicans advanced a bill Wednesday that would ban the delivery of abortion pills by mail in the state. Mm-hmm. Memphis, Tennessee. Go ahead. Memphis Zoo welcomed two <laughs> rare Sumatran tigers uh, Wednesday, with hopes of expanding the population through breeding of the critically endangered species, they're going to have to basically crossbreed tigers to keep them alive. Speaking of Minecraft, Montgomery, Alabama, a legislative panel has advanced a proposal to increase the fines on cities that take down Confederate monuments. You want me to say it again? <laughs> okay. They're increasing the they're fines. Increasing, a legislative panel has advanced a proposal to increase the fines on cities that take down Confederate monuments. Mm. Don't let the cities... Oh, monuments, okay. Don't let the cities make their own decisions about what they're going to put up. If they're up, they have to stay up. If you take it down, we're going to punish you because we think you're doing the wrong thing and you're, 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 you're baiting race. You're, you're, you're doing that critical race theory thing, and we will fine you. Oh so gosh. don't let the cities be in charge of their own, you know, what goes on inside. We are a bunch of dummies. Jeez, please. I can't even tell you how bothersome that is. And that's all there is on the Regional Roundup today. Top of the Pops, brought to you by Sports Barn, three locations in our town since 1979, getting people in shape, keeping them in shape. And uh, this is just a tiny little thing. It just, I, have y'all heard of Philip Ashley Chocolates out of Memphis? We've mentioned huh? Memphis now several times in this show. I have not heard of that. Philip Ashley is a man who started a chocolate company in Memphis, small in the beginning, but then it blew up when he started doing these crazy flavors that were all based on 
the American South. Now, hmm. no, I'm not going back to watermelon candy. This is an African American uh, who, who that's him, and he owns the business. Why did you business. have to bring that up again? Yeah. Because Why you gave me again? you gave me so much grief over it. But yeah. no, well, well, because I'm going to, because yeah. I'm going to again. It. All right, so and if you get a 12-piece box <laughs> it, of their bonbons, all right, what, whatever they call them, I don't know. They <laughs> they they come in the shape of Rosa Parks or Jackie Robinson. I might I might recognize Oprah Winfrey as a chocolate piece. I'm not sure. I would feel kind of bad about eating them though. But yeah, I was gonna say, I was gonna say, if you got you, do you do you literally mm, that Barack Obama really melts <laughs> in your mouth and not in your hands? I mean, it just is weird. But the flavors, mm, the Clarence this, Thomas is very the good. The flavors, I right? Banana pudding, banana pudding, chocolate. Oh yeah, I'm all over that. Me too. That sounds good. Candied yams. Mm, all right, here okay. it comes. Hot sauce. No thanks. Mac and cheese. You say collard greens, I will smash. Yeah. Mac Ch- and cheese. Chocolates that taste like Fried this? chicken. Okay. Yes, it is on there. It right. is on there. I'm telling you, I'm not making any okay. of this up. Franken foods. And you know. red Kool-Aid. What? Help me out here. Red Kool-Aid. I mean, that was... That's a flavor of the South? Oh, yeah. Oh, in my youth. Yeah, red Kool-Aid. Red Kool-Aid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. As yeah, opposed actually, to purple yeah. or any maybe, other Maybe Maybe that's an 80s baby, uh, 90s kids thing. No, no red actually, Kool-Aid. Everybody well, Kool-Aid, the Kool-Aid. jug that came busting through the wall. <laughs> I mean, it was always red, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes. No, right. you're right. We always had Mix-Aid, though. But, yeah, I mean, yeah. Oh, you guys Mix-Aid. grew up in a very poor family. Yes, we you did, Jeff. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't afford <laughs> real red Kool-Aid? My no, we God. couldn't, Jeff. The extra 20 I mean, cents yeah, broken my family. There was very rarely a, a different flavor. It was always red Kool-Aid. I don't know yeah. what the, I don't know what the, the brand that's was. that's the best flavor. Isn't the red dye the one that caused cancer? Yes. That they basically made everybody quit using in yes. M&Ms and stuff a long time ago? <laughs> well, that explains so much. It explains so much. That's, that's we it. turned out fine. A quick um, just because I thought it was interesting, the Every Town for Gun Safety was founded by Michael Bloomberg in 2013. Yeah, what a shock. I just thought that was interesting. What a shock. That's that's all. No that, further that's, commentary. That's all that some people need to not like it. There you go, Brian. That, well, I'll just let that understand. Um, for those of you who live in a world like we do, where you're forced to project into the future what's going to be interesting, and you're still living in the past, I hope you have a great weekend. For those of you just not joining us for Monday, we hope nothing I bad hope, happens. I hope that your team won. Unless you were rooting against the Bengals. And yeah. I hope you lost miserably. I hope your prop bets went well for you. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, you guys. We'll see you again tomorrow. Thank you for listening. An excellent weekend where nothing happens. <laughs> that would be perfect. Super Bowl got pushed back a day. You know? <laughs> Everything was fine. Everybody just show up tomorrow. We'll have it. Well, what? It's going to be 80 degrees out there, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's Today? Be yeah, no, on Sunday. Oh, Sunday. So while, while we're in the deep no, freeze again, oh, yeah. they're going to be in super heat out there. I don't know. It's gonna be the hottest Super Bowl ever played. Yeah, I I doubt they'll be doing much of that. I really, I don't think they will be. All right, that was the way I centered on the mountain, though.